Welcome to Mandatory Monday on Check with Chip. I'm Chip Maxwell. You should check with Chip every day, but Mondays are mandatory. Over the weekend, I heard my wife say to our children around the lunch table at home, let me explain what's going on with Mexico. I stopped what I was doing and tuned in. Our family began when my wife, a single woman at the time, was serving as a missionary in Guatemala and started caring for a young boy suffering from life-threatening infection and malnutrition. That boy is now a healthy 28-year-old man and our second oldest child. My wife would adopt him and his older brother. That's how our family began. Eventually she adopted me and it goes on from there. Obviously, though, she became very strongly and intimately connected to Guatemala and the daily struggle of its people to make a decent life for themselves and their families. My wife has taught high school Spanish here in Omaha for more than a decade. One year she was named an honorary Latina by a local Latino advocacy group because of her efforts to help Spanish-speaking families find their way into mainstream American society, especially when it comes to education. She has a heart for the plight of the underdog in Mexico and Central America and for those trying to get to America. So I tuned in to hear exactly how she would portray the Trump administration's recent interaction with Mexico. As I often say, reasonable people are not going to agree on everything. Sometimes, sometimes, my wife and I have slightly different takes on the same issue. I understand that happens in other marriages as well, at least the ones in which husbands are brave enough to dare offer a contrary opinion. After that dramatic buildup, you might be disappointed to learn that my wife said exactly what I would have said. President Trump said to Mexico, you're not doing enough to stop people from Central America who are overrunning our southern border. Until you do something about it, we are applying a tariff, which is a tax, on items coming from Mexico into the United States. This usually hurts the country being taxed because their products become more expensive, so Americans buy fewer of those products. Mexico is now putting troops at its southern border with Guatemala to prevent Guatemalans and others from coming through Mexico to the United States. Mexico is no longer allowing foreigners to pass through its country to try to force their way into America. Why is Mexico doing this? Because it does not want the financial pain of the new tariff. And it does not want tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of immigrants pouring into Mexico and staying there. Mexico is worried that this would damage its economy and culture. Mexico can find jobs for some of the people turned away at the border with America, but it can't have an open border with no control over how many people and what kind of people are coming into Mexico. That was my wife's explanation to our kids, and again, my explanation would have been the same. Again, we see movement in an area of foreign policy stagnant for decades. Again, we see a tariff used as leverage in foreign policy. It reminded me of a recent exchange on social media among local Republicans. The initiator of the exchange posted a cartoon mocking and criticizing America for picking a trade fight with an adversary, China, to whom America is a trillion dollars in debt. The first comment was, 
You mean when you've been getting punched in the face for 30 years and you start to shake your head like Hulk Hogan in the last round when everyone thought he was beat and he starts to fight back with a vengeance? I admit it. I loved the Hulk Hogan reference. And I often use a similar reference to China beating us up and taking our lunch money for decades on trade. The next comment was, Tariffs, the instrument of big government central control, are never a good idea. Against China, just plain stupid. And back and forth it went from there. From the anti-tariff side, the party of Reagan is dead. The GOP is as pro-big government socialist as the Democratic Party. From the pro-tariff side, the Constitution authorizes the federal government to regulate commerce with foreign nations. China is the biggest cheater in world trade. We have to do something. By the way, all those Republicans bemoaning the leftward lurch of the grand old party, I look forward to all of them joining me in the crusade to phase out Social Security. If they really are conservatives pining for limited government under the Constitution and not simply never-Trumpers trying to sound conservative in bashing the president. Back to the issue at hand, trade and tariffs. It's not just a theoretical or philosophical debate here in the agricultural Midwest. Exports are vital to Nebraska and the region. China is a crucial growing market for American soybeans, corn, beef, and other exports. The president's pitch to the ag sector has been, trust me, it will be rough at the outset, but you will come out of this in a much better position than you ever have been or ever could have been under the status quo. We will break through and get you the favorable trade relationship you should have had for decades. China has made changes in some areas, but we have yet to experience the breakthrough promised by the president. The ag sector seems willing to give the president a little more time and room to negotiate. Meanwhile, we celebrate the victory on border security accomplished by utilizing the economic leverage of a tariff on Mexico. May we soon see a similar victory in our trade relations with China. That's Mandatory Monday on Check with Chip. I'm Chip Maxwell. Thank you for listening. <laughs>